Hey, it's Sarah, and I have some exciting news for you before we jump into the podcast this week. Starting this coming Monday, that's May 13th, I'm going to be running a two-week pocket planner sprint inside of my course, Published with Purpose. This is where you learn how to create, format, and design a high-value, action-oriented journal or planner and sell it around the world on Amazon. We run a live round every single year in the fall, and then in the spring, I often run our pocket planner round. This is where you get templates to create an amazing pocket or journal planner of your choice in a four by six inch size. And you get templates and all of the swipe files that you need to create something incredible in a short amount of time. During this round, I'm doing something a little bit different and I'm offering asynchronous support. So that means that you'll get one-on-one email support from me during the two weeks to ask questions about your design, your idea, marketing strategies, and so much more. I would love to support you inside of Publish With Purpose and you can find full enrollment details over at publishaplanner.com forward slash enroll. Just make sure that you check it out and join before doors close on Monday, May 13th. You are listening to episode 199, 199 of the Mindful Productivity Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Steckler, and I'm coming back to you with another cozy conversation this week. I did one in episode 198 and got so much great feedback from all of you that you really loved and enjoyed the episode. And I also got some wonderful messages and DMs from some of you on Instagram over at Sarah Steckler, where you sent me a photo of you on a walk or you with your dog and the view you had. And I loved it. So if you're ever listening to this podcast and you are on a walk or you're doing something, I would love to know what you're doing, right? Because again, it's this one-sided conversation. So today I thought it would be fun to talk about some mindset shifts, some just perspective shifts that I've had over the summer and moving forward and I wanted to share them with you and see if it's something that you might find helpful and some of these have to do with business some of these have to do with life and like where we give our energy and I'd love to hear if you relate so let's go ahead and jump into this week's episode shall we welcome to the mindful productivity podcast I'm your host Sarah Steckler and this is the place to be to live a more mindful and productive life If you're ready to turn daily chaos into calm and start your days with intention, then get ready to join me as we dive deep into mindful living and personal productivity. It's time to connect with your true self so you can live the life you want to live. And it all starts now. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're doing well today. I have been thinking a lot lately about the power of, we're just jumping right in by the way, there's like nothing else to tell you. We're just having a conversation right away. I've been thinking a lot about the power of one thing. And before you run away, I'm not talking about like one offer in your business and nothing else. They're like, no, no, no. I mean the power of like choosing something to go, not even all in on, but just choosing something and giving a lot of energy to it, like consistently. And here's what I mean. See if I can explain this better. For for example, I this year am like, what if, and moving into Q, uh, Q4 and into the new year, I'm like, man, what if I really focused on marketing? Like really focused on marketing. That's the place I've always lacked the biggest skill, right? Or the biggest effort. And that's my biggest issue in my business is just getting in front of 
more of the right people that want what I sell and what I offer, right? And I was like, man, what have you just put in all your effort for that? And so I've been doing that the past the past three weeks. I have I made my I gave myself this goal of apply to every single bundle that you come across. Apply to every single bundle and don't just like apply and assume that you're not going to get in. Apply in a way that makes sense. Like give it your all, right? Like make sure that what you're doing makes sense for what you're applying for. Like don't just half-ass it, right? Not that I've half-assed stuff in my business, but it's it's almost like there's this bigger intention behind it. And so I did that. I've I've been applying to summits and really think like really instead of just thinking because I think we have a tendency to do this as business owners, as people, as humans, we want to do something. We're like, oh, well, what can I get out of it? What can I get out of it? And instead of doing that, I started thinking like, what can I give? Like, why would someone want to have me in their summit? What can I blow them away with? What can I offer this summit, this bundle, whatever, that is not only perfectly aligned with the intention of what they want to do, like whatever the theme of it is, but also that this is just like so like top tier, best of my energy. And so that's what I've been doing. I've been applying with that that kind of intention. And I've been blown away that I've been accepted into like five or six different bundles, like every, every single one. I mean, there's been, um, there was a couple like six months ago that I didn't get into and I was like, meh. And I've just been blown away that the feedback I've been getting right away is like, oh my God, this is perfect. And what a difference it makes when you just kind of shift that in yourself. You know, you shift the, what can I get out of this? Is this worth my time? Is this worth my energy? And instead go, what can I give to this? Like, what can I really contribute? It was just a whole different shift in how I presented myself, how I presented what I could bring to the table. And that changed a lot, right? And I think that's true for so many things. You can bring that same, I always used to bring that same energy to like interviews when I'd apply for jobs. And more often than not, like I would get a call back, right? And unless it was right after college in 2009, when there was (laughs) horrible economic crisis, and it took me six months to get a job at Pizza Hut. But beyond that, Um, I thought that was really interesting. And I was also talking to my counselor this morning about not only that, but also about where we give our energy. And again, you know, we have these realizations and then you say them out loud (laughs) to other people and it doesn't really sound that profound or it sounds like something that most people probably already know or have a hold of. But it's so completely different when you come to that realization yourself or it's like it just clicks in your mind and you're like, oh, I get it. I get it now. And that's kind of where I've been with a couple things. And anyway, I was explaining to her how, you know, there's been certain things that have happened in my life or certain experiences where, you know, I don't like how something is handled or I don't even like how I'm treated necessarily. And I find it really interesting that, for example, in my early 20s, and I'm embarrassed to (laughs) not admit this, but I'm embarrassed that I used to be like this because in my early 20s, if I, if someone had a different opinion than me, if someone wanted to argue or wanted to fight or wanted to have a disagreement, I was all in. Like, yeah, you didn't even have to invite me to the conversation. I was there. You have a different opinion than me. Let me tell you what my opinion is. You think differently about the world. Let me tell you how I think. And almost to this, not like not entirely always like aggressively so, 
but it was just so interesting. And I think that's part of, you know, developing, um, is that you, you, you start to understand that you have your own opinions and your own thoughts about things and you want to be loud and you want to be vocal. And also there's nothing wrong with that. However, what I started noticing over time was that it started pushing me into this really bitter place because the more I realized that I didn't agree with people, it was like I didn't realize that I didn't have to, just because I disagreed with someone, I didn't have to show up and like defend my point of view. But I thought I did in my early 20s. I thought I did. I thought that every single time I disagreed with someone, that in order to assert my boundaries and in order to be like a confident woman and then in, in order to assert myself and not back down, I had to attend every invitation uh, that I got to engage. And slowly <laughs> over the last decade or so, I've realized more and more that that is not true. And I mean, you can live that way, but boy, you don't have to. And there is a piece that I have been finding in choosing to not engage. And what I mean by that is not, it's, there's a difference. It doesn't mean that I let people walk all over me at all. But what it does mean is that even if someone is treating me poorly, um, you know, online or, you know, an extended family member or whatever, I no longer feel the need to explain myself to them, to justify, you know, why they crossed a boundary. I, it's kind of like that meme with Homer Simpson where he just kind of backs into the bushes. That's what I'll do. Like, if I am treated in a way that is unacceptable for me and my boundaries and my personal well-being, I will just evaporate. I will just leave. And there are times when I will call people out, absolutely, but it's hard to explain. I think I think you probably know what I mean, but I just no longer am putting effort in there. No longer putting effort in explaining myself and I'm getting to a point with this, by the way, I'm no longer putting in effort to feel like people understand where I'm coming from. I'm okay if people have a different view of me that is possibly incorrect or not how I would prefer for them to view me. That's fine. And likewise, there's also been the knowledge that it's so possible that I have perceptions of other people that are totally not true, right? Because I had... I met someone at the worst time or in a place in their life where they were going through something that they wouldn't have been able to explain to me and I wouldn't have believed or whatever. Um, that's not a representation of them as a whole person. And in understand, like understanding that more, because we hear that, we read that, we think that, we know that, but in really understanding that more from this very introspective place, it, there's a huge amount of peace that's washed over me just being able to let go and move forward with a lot of things, not needing closure, not needing an apology, not needing, not, you know, that doesn't mean that um, people can come back into my life or hang out with me again or whatever, but it does mean that, like, I get to move forward, you know, without that hanging on to me. And people say this in so many different ways. What that's also given to me in my business 
is no longer, this transcends into that, right? Because no longer do I feel like I need to explain myself or my business. And um, Elizabeth Goddard actually talked about something similar a while back um, about how I love the way she runs her business. She's multiple offers, all kinds of stuff. And she recently was talking about, I think she like, it was like a video from one of her programs that she sent out. I don't know if it's going to be available forever or whatever, but she dropped it in her group. And it was so good, you know? And one of the things she said was like, I don't have to explain my business model to anyone because it's not something that everyone's going to understand and I, it just works for me and so I'm just going to do it, you know, in so many words. And um, I loved when I heard her say that because I was like, oh man, um, I'm coming to a very similar realization with my life and my business too. Like, and I feel like for a long time, you know, because so much of this is new. You ever think about that? Like how new running an online business is like it's so new we like this is very very new um we're all just navigating this and pretending like we're experts right like no one knows and i feel like for a while i'll share my experience i don't speak for everyone for a while i felt shamed in my business because i couldn't just choose like one thing um you know like if you didn't have one main offer or and i've joined quite a few like expensive online programs that like just instilled that in you and if you questioned it it was like well then you should leave you know or you're you're just not doing it right or you're never gonna succeed and every industry has something like that right every field every industry if you don't you know if you don't work out like this then you'll never you know get to your fitness goals if you don't eat like this you'll never be healthy or if you don't you know whatever there's always something and I remember just feeling like for the longest time like spending so much time trying to niche down and find this like one thing and and then and I've just come to this like peace lately that it's like no you can you can really do things your own way and you don't need to explain it to people you can show up for your audience and your business and you can create a community and if that community understands you and gets what you're doing and jives with it you can be successful I'll leave it at that. It, it can be simple in that way. The last thing I'll leave you with is I was having a conversation with one of my best friends the other day, and she's just now kind of getting into podcasts, going on walks and being like, oh my God, podcasts are really fun. Wow, there's podcasts about everything, dating and everything. I'm like, yeah, right? True crime. It's fun. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, I'm really enjoying podcasts and not being on TikTok so much. And I was agreeing. And she's like, you know, She's like, I'm wanting to better myself and improve some different aspects of my life. And sometimes I listen to these podcasts and they just give this really trite advice that I already know. And but they're acting like it's it's like the bee's knees, like it's this brand new information. But I already know it. And everything we ever talk about online it's new to somebody, right? Somebody's going to hear something for the first time. It's like when you're a kid and you hear a joke that has been repeated for like decades. and But you think it's the funniest thing you've ever heard in your life. So you have to go home and tell your parents. And they're like, yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Um, and anyway, what she was saying is, she's like, I'm tired of these podcasts I keep finding that just keep spewing out the same kind of advice, you know? Make sure you're going on walks. Get enough water. Like, you know, like you can meditate. You can do this. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah. And I said, well, I said, you know, there is something to be said about the reminders and, and, and actually how we complicate everything as human beings, right? We want there to be some new novel piece of advice that, man, that, that so we can feel like, 
oh, if I'd only known this 15 years ago, I would be reaching this goal I've been wanting to reach my whole life, right? And the reason why I didn't was because I didn't know, right? So that kind of takes away our autonomy, our ownership of something. It's like, well, I didn't know that. And had I known that, everything would have been different, right? So the onus is on the not knowing. However, most things in life can really be broken down into basic, small, stupid, boring, mundane things that we do every day that add to our, you know, longevity, our health, our wellness, whatever. They're the dumb things, the getting enough sleep, drinking enough water, moving our bodies, you know, managing our mental health, having good community and relationships, all these things. You know, look up blue zones, right? What are all the things that people do to live well into their 80s and 90s? And but those are boring. We want we want something different. We want a quick fix, you know. It, it, we want something, right? I think I think it's why, unfortunately, there's a lot of like conspirituality stuff out there, or you know, toxic spirituality stuff that gets a lot of people. That got me when I was younger, because uh, you want something mystical, magical to show you the way. Like if only I'd known this. Like oh, if only every everybody knew this about the law of attraction or the secret, right? Like all sorry, but all that bullshit. Um, we we can be captured by stuff like that because it provides another avenue where we weren't responsible for what we didn't have or what we you know what we wanted and we didn't feel like it was possible for us because we didn't have this information right um and please understand that that's not to say that we're responsible for everything because we're certainly not um i remember feeling many years ago like every thought i had uh, was indicative of the experience I was having or certain bad things happened to me or I had depression because I was thinking a certain way or I wasn't aligned with something spiritual. I mean, just very toxic, scary stuff that is not true and so dangerous. And if you haven't listened to the Conspirituality podcast yet, go check it out because they dissect all this stuff and cults and blah, blah, blah. And it's very fascinating. Big tangent. But all that is to say that we were talking, my friend and I, and she said, you know, what I really need is not more advice, but rather more conversations around the things that I already know to be true. More conversations around things that get me motivated, things that inspire me. And I was like, yeah, we kind of all need more pep talks. We need to have more community engagement, engagement with our friends, our family, our spouse, our partner, whatever, talking about the things that we already know, excuse me, but how we can do them and how we can do them consistently and create them. And so I think that's one of the reasons why community is so important. It's one of the things I want to cultivate more of moving forward, both in my business and my personal life. And you just really need to have these these dialogues continually on in your head that if you want to take care of yourself, if you want to expand your business or whatever creative project or passion you have in your life, it's not so much that you need more, more, more information. It's that you need more reminders to feel like tethered and excited and, you know, um, motivated about doing those things. And we can't, obviously, we can't rely on motivation alone to do things. There will be times when we just have to do things and we don't want to or we don't feel motivated. But there's a lot to be said around building ourselves up with conversations and community to get us back to doing basic things that we know work, right? For example, like showing up in your business, making sure you're talking about your products and your offers and 
the ways that you help people. All those things are true. And but sometimes we may wish there was another way, right? I think it's why we get caught up in, you know, uh, courses about TikTok or the algorithm or how to like, you know, get a viral post on Instagram, because if we could just do less, less of that, um, less effort, and we could just find some magical way to make it all work, wouldn't that be great? But the truth is, is that everything with it, there are always exceptions, right? Because of money, privilege, status, whatever. Most of the things that I found that I want in my life are obtained with slow, steady, sustainable pacing. Not not the most exciting thing, <laughs> but it is true. So I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Another cozy combo. Um, I think I'm going to actually start creating some more structured shows. There are some exciting things about Notion I want to start talking to you about again uh, and productivity and some new things I'm doing in the back end of my business and how I am focusing a little bit on a couple things. So I will be sharing that with you moving forward. But um, come say hello on Instagram if you've been listening. You can always tag me in your stories or send me a DM. I'm at Sarah Steckler. And likewise, you can find more resources and fun stuff, planner publishing guide, all kinds of things by going over to sarahsteckler.com. All right. I hope you have a wonderful week ahead. Thank you so much for listening to me ramble. I hope it was helpful. And I will talk to you next week. It's going to be episode 200. Can you believe it? Bye. Bye.